The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies. That's right. Reedy spelled ready. It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready Ready or or not. not. On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together. It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not. Hello and welcome back to episode 21 of Ready or Not, a podcast about growing your family and your business. Recorded right here in our closet studio in Midtown Memphis. And we're back eight weeks off after eight weeks. So I think we're calling this season two. Yes, season two, because we can arbitrarily assign seasons to groups of recordings. And we're back in action. Yes. And we've got new purpose and plans. And happy to be back. So happy to be back. It's fun to sit across from you again. Yeah. In our little cozy studio. (laughs) It's hot in here. With a blanket on the wall. It is hot in here. We're going to be recording all season at various locations, including our new office space and uh, our kitchen table and uh, boardroom. Yeah. As we mentioned, we took the summer off for a much needed break. Uh, As evidenced by our last episode was about out of control. We are feeling relatively more in control at this moment. Just in Um, time to lose it. Just in time to get back into it all as everyone starts up, um, you know, school and, and the fall and getting back to it. Um, We're going to be talking 2020 before we know it. Yeah, absolutely. And we didn't take all of the time off the last eight weeks. We did a couple interviews. We were building a little content for the the podcast. So you'll get that content. You'll hear from some some other business owners. Yeah, uh, we're really hoping to to share their stories because we have a unique story, but so do they. And they bring different perspectives. We found that there's a lot of similar issues to running a business with your spouse or partner. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, and everyone approaches it a different way. And right. There's a lot of value there that we found, even in the people that we've talked to, people who have approached us and talked to us about it um, as well. So we wanted to get some of those stories out there and, and share them with, with everyone who's listening. But first, we have to update our listeners on all the things, all yes. the things that have happened to us in the last eight weeks, especially as we ramp up for the fall. Yes. So let's jump right in. First and foremost, Scott, we've got a thousand subscribers. Yes. What? Which is amazing. What? People actually listen to us? Yeah. We have not been watching the numbers at all. And not at all. As we were gearing back up, we asked, like, what's it look like? And there are, we have over a thousand subscribers to this podcast. So It's amazing and honestly very, very unexpected. People actually listen to us, I guess. Yeah. So and- we started this sort of as a... I don't know, a creative outlet and... And really documenting Max's story. Documenting Max's story of the adoption and and us growing a business and us working together all the time. And when we were thinking about, you know, what does this next batch look like for us of Mm -hmm. episodes, we were just like, should we just self-publish or should we go deeper or whatever? And so we reached out to Gil at the OAM Network and Mm -hmm. said... Hey man, like where are we at? It's just kind of fun for us. And he shared us the uh, shared the RSS feed, and we were like, "What? We grew over the summer while we weren't doing content, so we kind of have a new purpose here." Yeah, and we want to keep telling people our story, but bring in other people's stories. And I think there's a couple really amazing things that have happened um, as a result of the podcast. First yes. off, this is the coolest. Yes, it gives me goosebumps. This is super cool. A couple who was listening to us. I I, I think they live near Iowa City, Iowa. We're listening to us um, as they were going through their adoption journey and experiencing 
all kinds of emotions um, mm-hmm. that led up to the decision. Well, over the summer, they were matched with yes. a beautiful baby, and they are now, um, you know, primary caretakers Proud for six parents. months. Absolutely. Proud parents until yeah. they're officially legally parents. But that's so amazing. And so mm-hmm. shout out to them. That's so cool to hear that we were a part of their journey. Yeah. That's like, oh, that's so humbling. Yeah. I mean, if those first, especially the, that story helps people, that's really what, what we start out doing. And, you know, so. we also heard something really unique and honest from a friend of ours uh, who was listening to our podcast, she and her husband, and they actually decided not to do adoption. Yeah. Which, yeah. It, it's hard, y'all. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's a process. <laughs> it gets all... I, there's a lot of things they go into and yeah they said they started down the road mm-hmm. they did the home study all that and yeah. um it was for their second and, and they ended up d- conceiving they're yeah. they're due in december it's mm-hmm. beautiful and amazing but i thought it was beautiful that they shared that honesty with us yeah um we've also had a lot of folks reach out about that money episode yeah hey i i appreciate that <laughs> i feel like i'm bringing some value here is that you're always bringing value scott know, it's I tag know. team but, over here yeah so, but it's, that was kind of a vulnerable, vulnerable episode where we shared a lot about our finances. Sure. Is, well, and I mean, financing of adoption is big, but financing of businesses and home life, I mean, that's always a source of tension for a lot of people. And so any anytime we can help, anything we can say that can help, you know, smooth over some of that um, to make it a little bit easier on people is something that I really appreciate because I feel like it's something that has always been sort of a passion slash interest of mine. Uh, sort of like a side hustle with no money. <laughs> right. But it's just something that I'm interested in. And I feel like it has very much helped us in our relationship as we've progressed through our marriage. And I feel like it's such a tension point for so many other people. Yeah. So sharing what we've learned seems to have helped some people. Um, so maybe I can work in a little bit more of that. Yeah. In actually, this season. my and... girlfriends and I said that maybe Scott should have a whole episode to himself. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like sit around. And no drink. one wants to listen to me. No, but we were thinking yeah. maybe sit around, sit around and drink whiskey with a couple other guys who work with their wives. Oh yeah, we our partners. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not how to do discriminate, af- just men and how women. How do we afford keeping the women around? <laughs> hey, somebody? let's not get too sexist on this podcast. <laughs> also, we've had a couple of folks reach out about our core values and sort of the discussion that that created. Yeah. Um, one of your high school classmates and my mm-hmm, college classmates mm-hmm, reached yeah. out, said she loves listening to the podcast, and mm-hmm. we're going to connect the next time we are in Des Moines. Oh yeah. So far, no hate mail yep which i really hey, appreciate that, that's a pro and of course all of this has kind of given us new purpose i think i actually missed it i miss sitting down every week mm-hmm. um and just talking it's fun yeah well it's a good conversation for us and talking through what we're going to talk about and how we're going to talk about it and and then in the middle of it we both come up with new things that we had did not say in the in the pre-meeting right and uh, always always on the fly yeah just last week well actually this weekend we were chasing max around the office with the recorder to get sounds from him so (laughs) you'll hear those later in the podcast but it's really kind of fun for us but i think we have a new sense of purpose yeah i mean a different sense of purpose than when we started this fun little activity sure so should we update him on where we've been all summer yeah there's a few things going on Uh, just a couple yeah so we worked a lot. Yes. We actually didn't take the summer off from working. We just take the summer we took the summer off from podcasting. Yes. So we're still still doing our job, still building the company, um, all great things going there. Yeah, but we um, took two weeks off. We did. Never done that we in my did. life. Two weeks. And we've never done total. it like this without Max too. Yeah, ten we of sent, those two we weeks. We sent Max to Grandma Camp. Grandma Camp. She my, had so much fun. My mother stepped in and took Max for uh about two ten days, two full weeks ish. Well, we were there for the first half of the two you know, the yeah, first kind part of, of it. Transition him into that. Ten full days without him. Yeah, and he But it was really great. We went back actually it wasn't great. That we had some travel woes, which 
Raise your hand if you had travel woes yeah. this summer. Yeah. Literally. Never, never been diverted to another city and landed in another city and then had to stay on the plane with a baby. You know, one-year-old baby. Who doesn't understand why we're not yeah. able to walk around the plane and talk yeah. to people God, and smile. God bless him, though. He wanted to walk the aisles and wave to people. Yeah, he was he, a very happy kid. So a champ for most of We it. had, like, many people this summer, especially people flying through Dallas or Chicago, mm-hmm. <laughs> had um, weather woes in our travels. Yeah. Um, but we got to Iowa. We got to see my best friend, Michaela, mm-hmm. and her husband, mm-hmm. Nick, mm-hmm. who are expecting... Having a baby. Having a baby girl. And the reason why I remember it's a girl is because they did gender reveal while we were there. Mm, which strawberry Starburst. Strawberry Starburst. And I that. had like 55 of them. I, know, I don't know why move. I chose 55, but that's probably how much I had. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Then we took off for France for yes. 10 days. Yes. We had a friend, without the baby. We had a friend getting married in France and we were we did a little video work for them. Um, we don't like to shoot weddings, by the way. But it was really fun to shoot this one because it oh, was a friend and it was gorgeous. A, South of France. Beautiful. It was just, yeah. And I should say, we don't like not shoot weddings. It's just not our jam. Yeah. We like to drink at weddings and have fun, mm-hmm. which we did. Rosé all day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were in Marseille for part of it just for fun. Mm-hmm. And then we were in Provence, which is just a dream. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was gorgeous. Cheese and meat and rosé. Mm-hmm. I'm not and a big rosé person, so everybody out there who's like, ah, rosé. It's a whole day. different thing rose in France. All day. Every time I ordered, I said that. And I think that our waiters and waitresses were like, you're such a basic American <laughs> girl right now it was good though oh yeah it was great. A, a couple complaints about that though first world problems it was so hot oh yeah well it was a hot summer everywhere i think heat everybody wave, heat waves everywhere so well, so it was hottest it's ever hot hot been in france and yes. europe and they don't have the kind of infrastructure when it comes to like industrial air conditioners mm-hmm. like we have in the united states not that they're like a third world country it's just they don't need it it's not that hot well especially in marseille it's on the mediterranean coast nice right. nice breeze off the uh, the sea there so our airbnb had like an air conditioning unit on the wall that mm-hmm. didn't reach the bedroom so we slept on the futon in the living room oh, yeah. um, and then they never serve cold water yeah, we're or really water. Never really realized how big we are on water in the U.S. <laughs> we are so big on and water. ice water, but yeah. yeah. So those are a couple of things. But it was a dream trip. It was so great. Yeah, and the, big, had... the big the big thing was that was ten days without Max, and that is the first time in since we got Max that we have both been away from him for yeah. more than a single night. And everyone said, "Oh my gosh, was it so hard?" And I said, "No," <laughs> like without even skipping a beat. No, it wasn't hard. And we missed him. We talked about oh, him. We sure. thought about him. I even cried one morning because I got the cutest mm-hmm. video from your mom mm-hmm. and I missed him. I missed him by like day nine. I was like ready to go home. Oh, yeah. Well, but it, but, we needed it. But we FaceTimed him and he could not care less. He was like, what He was having a ball. He went swimming with all of my cousins and all my brothers and he just, he loved it. I he think actually a... more importantly than that, you and I had time without him. Oh, sure. Which I think is really valuable. It is. And it we, is. you know, one of our goals this year was to do date night once a month. We're getting pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it was important. 10 days of date night. No, it was so great. Yeah. It was like, what do we do? Oh, do you want me to cut your food up and feed it to you? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we had some amazing food while we were mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And then we had about 12 hours in Dublin, which yep. was great. Yeah. We one actually of, went to a French themed Irish restaurant. One of the restaurant. things that I know is booking flights is in my, this is a uh, collision of, Lauren's interest in my interest. So in my interest of saving money and Lauren's interest of being in Dublin, I was able to book us a 17-hour layover in Dublin. 
And so we got to land in Dublin and be there and go through. She studied in Dublin, so we got to spend some time going to all her old hotspots. And I know the city just as well as I know. Oh, absolutely you do. And that's Memphis. why I love that's why I love going there because she we don't just need a map. It. Yeah. It's so fun. That was really great. Yeah. Great trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time since the adoption mm-hmm. <laughs> that we were away and the company ran without us. Oh yeah. Which was awesome. Props yep. to Julie who led the team, mm-hmm. handled it really well. She'd yep. been through it unexpectedly one time, so she knew how to do it when it was expected and it was only two weeks. Oh yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of our team, it's grown by two people since we last uh-huh. podcasted. Uh-huh. Uh, we added a full-time videographer, graphics producer, Jack, yep. from Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, yeah. And we have a full-time intern who's with us for the summer, mm-hmm. who's from Memphis, which has been super great. Yeah. We also promoted Brody, who's responsible for the graphic design of this podcast. Oh, yeah. To creative director at Forever Ready. Mm-hmm. He's already working his magic and molding into that role. Yep. And Brody was our original intern, and yeah. now he's he's just kicking growing, butt, kicking butt, and growing, and and he's engaged. He is engaged. He proposed to his now fiance on the Fourth mm-hmm. of July in Seattle, so that's super super great. Mm-hmm. We also moved into a new office space. Yep. Since we yep. last relocated talked to you. the whole company, and I think a couple of podcasts before our last one, we talked about the move, but we are all moved in. Mm-hmm. And you know what comes with new office space? Stuff you don't want to spend money on. Like chairs for a meeting room and toilet paper. And it was like a whole other angle of uh, growing your business is all this stuff that contributes nothing to oh, nothing your to revenue. the bottom line. <laughs> nothing. But you need it. But you absolutely need it. When people come in, they like need chairs to sit on when they meet with your team. Right. Which, so we yeah. now have an office Things that includes granted. a studio and has two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. We only... Uh, direct people to one of the bathrooms which has toilet paper and towel racks and we bought artwork that we like photos we had photos printed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's really becoming forever ready studios and i love it there's a sign of growth right there have you noticed how small businesses and nonprofits are posting videos on social media these days every day thousands of them are sharing video content But did you know you don't have to spend a fortune to invest in video for your brand? Forever Ready Productions is here to help you out. We make your work stand out while telling your story, but most importantly, getting it done in time to have an impact. For more information, visit foreverreadyllc.com. Max moved up in the walker room, too. Yeah. Kid's basically a toddler now. He's not even walking. He's running. I can chase him around and be like, I'm going to get you. And he runs to his growling a lot. He's going through this growling stage. (laughs) But it's so fun. We're having a blast. We're also exhausted, but in the best way possible. Um, Mm. It wasn't all great, though. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, my weight loss plan for the summer, which (laughs) was unplanned. Which which made me really mad because Scott did lose a ton of weight. I got uh, pretty sick. Due to Max. Um, Thanks, Max. Yeah, he got a bug and he gave it to me and I got it like a hundred times worse than he did. Uh, I got it too. My parents were in town that weekend just having to work out. I feel bad for them because they were here, but, you know, they were able to step up and help me, help us with them while I was completely down. Yeah, didn't you lose like Uh, 10 pounds? mm, I lost a lot of weight. I was so mad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was Mm -hmm. also sad for you because it was violent, but you lost weight and Mm -hmm. um, so that sucked. And then... um, I broke my thumb. <laughs> yep. I broke my thumb. I'm currently in a in a thumb brace slash cast, but mm-hmm. I can take it off so it's not a real cast. Uh, I broke my thumb. 
slipped on uh, on a the, rainy day on a rainy day in, in downtown Chicago yeah. on a metal grate at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah. I feel like I need walking to say that walking in Chicago in the middle of the pouring rain. Yeah, not quite walking in Memphis. But. No, it would have been so much better if it was like the song. It would have been better to break your thumb in Memphis rather than Chicago. If it related <laughs> to the song, yes. Yeah. So I was sort of in denial. By the way, eight thirty in the morning. I feel like I need to say that because I tell people I was walking to my lift. And oh, everyone yeah. like assumes I was drinking, like leaving the bar. I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, it was the morning time, and I was walking to my hotel or trying to, to go get, get to my... your coffee. <clears throat> right. So blame the coffee. It's the coffee. It's totally. But anyway, uh, the group I was there with was ready to help, and I walked into the hotel lobby at the bar mm-hmm. where they were sitting, not with drinks yet, <laughs> and they had a bucket of ice for my hand. Um, I confirmed last week that it is in fact broken, mm-hmm. and that I will likely have thumb issues the rest of my life. Speaking of thumb issues, do you know how often you use your thumb? <laughs> All the time. For everything. Pretty much, I mean, I mean, the first problem is the fact that you use your thumb to try to text. Right. So I have one hand. It's like mm-hmm. I, I need T9 again. <laughs> T9. <laughs> I bet there's an app that for that. That is a throwback word there. Yeah, that is. That You've is. dated yourself now. That's okay. It's okay. But All the so, kids are going to be like, who's this old lady with her T9? <laughs> whatever. Google it. But it that sucks, still sucks, and it sucked. But um, it's fine. I got to go to my first Cubs game. That was neat on Ridley. that trip. Ridley. My grandpa was an awesome baseball player, and he uh, served in World War II, could have gone pro from what I've heard about him. And so every time I go to a baseball game, I sort of feel him and his presence, but I like mm-hmm. really felt him at Wrigley. Yeah. Uh, I had a moment where I just like sat there for the first three innings and just like took it all in. Mm-hmm. Wrigley's incredible. So... I hope to take you and Max there someday. Yep, we'll go. I also hurt my foot in the half marathon that I was five minutes shy of my goal. I mean, you finished the half. So. Yeah, I know. So I don't know if I'm going to, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be negative. I'm going to have to work with a physical therapist to reach my goal of 245 in December for mm-hmm. the St. Jude half marathon. So those two things are bummer. And I just always finish those stories with this is 33 <laughs> 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 because, um, yeah, things just happen. Yeah. But you know what? The other thing that kind of sucks about that is I've told everybody in our goals segment that my goal was to lose 20 pounds this year. So you broke it down into quarterly. Yeah. And I love that. It was like five pounds a quarter. Yeah. And um, I was really on track headed into June. And it's been really tough because I can't really run anymore, although I've started walking. And then I broke my thumb, which means I <laughs> Anything else I do. That has no impact on your running. I just want to say. (laughs) Thank you. You're right. It doesn't. I'm full of excuses over here. Anyway, I'm trying not to let that get me down, but it's very hard to work out without hurting myself Mm -hmm. in some capacity, whether it's my ankle or my thumb, which happen to be the same side of my body, my left side. (laughs) It's just falling apart. So I'm I'm still working towards those goals, but uh, man, it's hard to do that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good wrap of our summer, I think, the last eight weeks. Yeah, um, it's been super biz- great and busy. And- business is great. Um, you know, we're doing well. It's all going, it's going, fa- it was a fast time it's off. so fast. It's it's um, August. Yeah. It's August already. Yeah. We have some, some bigger projects in the business that are coming up that we worked on. You know, even, even in France, I didn't, Lauren checked out a lot more than I did. I was still working on, with our staff on a, on a big a huge RFP, RFP. By, with a big RFP that we're trying to work on. Um, cause that's kind of my jam is the, and is the RFPs, I made it but... my goal to put an out of office email up and not respond to emails. Yep. So if I would get something that I thought was really important, I would forward it on, but I, n- I didn't respond to a single email though. Yep. I responded to one email, but it was like a great, great job. Congratulations email. Mm-hmm. 
which, no. I, which I think was a great thing. And that's yeah. something that you don't do as often as I do. I can step away from mine a little bit more. Um, it was hard. But that particular thing, I just I worked just with our staff. It wasn't anybody external. I would love but... squad goals to mm-hmm. step away for two weeks and not even check my email. Mm. What? Mm. We're not close to that 2020. Right now. Let's make it happen. Nope. No. <laughs> too, too, <laughs> hashtag too soon. Hashtag too soon. But I think it's really awesome. We're taking on some bigger projects. But we're not losing sight of our our mission. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's what core serve, values hold you to. to serve the, you're right. That core values hold us to mm-hmm. that and to serve the folks we want to serve, but also stretch our ability to serve other people and other mm-hmm. uh, other areas, not just nonprofits yeah. and startups and small businesses. And so it's been fun. The mm-hmm. team is, they're pushing us. Yep. Everybody on the team is pushing our limits in a good way. Mm-hmm. Asking um, some good questions, pushing us to like asking for different gear and different things that they want to try to do and you know it's all new it's not things that we can you know it used to be all things we knew and would teach them and now they're teaching us some things yeah it's really fun it's i i uh, it keeps me up at night which we we can that's probably another episode (laughs) i've been i've been like waking up in the middle of the night thinking about it because we need to hire someone Mm -hmm. and you know it's the chicken or the egg do you hire someone before you need them or do you hire them once you need them which is probably too late and yeah. Those kinds of things are keeping me up at night, but it's like all good stuff. Yeah. I'll commit to that being a topic of an episode is what keeps you up at night because I think we both have different perspectives on that. Yeah, we do. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Write it down. So it's coming. People. I don't know which episode, but it's coming. <laughs> oh, yay! We got a, a basically toddler at home now. Yeah, we do. That kid is running. He's all over the place. He's talking. He's saying words. It seems like every... Two, I think it's every two days. It's not every day, but it's every two days he like comes up with a new word or phrase that he'll say. And like not like super clear, but like enough that we know what he's talking about, which is <laughs> incredible. Yeah, which a friend it, asked me, can other people understand what he's saying? Yeah, which is a solid question. And I'm just going to let the listeners take it from here. We ran around the office this weekend with Max and recorded him mm-hmm. saying a couple things. So um, here's one. And that was clearly... Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I, heard, I, I thought it was very clear. I thought it was too. We both yeah. looked at each other in like silence because we didn't want to ruin the audio. Yeah. And then here's another one that happened uh, when we brought Max in because we've had a couple late nights where mm-hmm. we picked him up from school and brought him to the office. So Scott was trying to entertain him and puts this clip on YouTube. And mm-hmm. here's what he said. So for those who didn't catch that, he said Elgo. Yes, which we know is Elmo, even though he's not saying Elmo. He's saying Elgo, which whatever. Which is weird because he says Mama and he says things with M mm-hmm. in them, but Elgo is Elmo. Mm-hmm. He's also s- s- another character in that show. Listen to this one. That's Cookie Monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he knows. He's getting there. Um, with Big Bird, he points and sometimes he'll say dog. <laughs> yeah, big bird is <laughs> no, a dog. No, that's a bird, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And he says dog all the time now, very mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah, which it, we couldn't it, record, by the way. He would not speak the second I stuck a microphone in his face, which yeah, I, I wonder why. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, it's incredible to see that and it's something uh, we're trying to to step back and enjoy as he goes through it. I'm sure other parents have the same thing of like this discovery phase of new words and new understanding. And I love it because it, he can like tell me what he needs, which is Great. Okay. Okay. Who is that? Okay. Okay. Right Except now. sometimes he can't. <laughs> sometimes he can't tell you what he needs. Right. I think that's the other hard part about this current stage. Yeah. Is that we have 
you know, we're at work all day and we have this mindset of growth and developing our staff and, mm-hmm. and taking on tougher projects and things that keep me up at night that aren't my son. And then we come home and sometimes he's a great communicator. Yeah. And sometimes he's discovering emotions and mm-hmm. you tell him no and he throws a fit on the floor for 15 minutes. And <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's amazing and frustrating all wrapped into one little, you know, yeah. ball of cuteness. Uh, the emotions are, are the, the emotion thing is, is wild. Um, and when he feels suddenly he feels put out either because we aren't hearing what he's trying to tell us or he's trying to do something that we're telling him no. Um, and that's, he knows what no is. He definitely does. He's, he and did. he loves to game it with me. We it also got this Montessori helping step. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot that about that. Was, it's a game changer for us. Yeah. When we get home. It, he, it gives him a stand. He can stand up at our kitchen counter and like see what we're doing. So like I can cook dinner and he can stand there and he'll like munch on some Cheerios and just sit there and watch me. And like, you can throw him like vegetables as yeah. you're cutting them up and stuff. And I also think it gives him an independence mm-hmm. that he loves. And so yeah. he go, we might put like breakfast there um, while we're getting dressed in the morning and he'll get down and come over to us. And then, you know, he'll disappear and we'll walk like, Max, where are you? And he's standing up on his helping stool eating breakfast again. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like his signal, yeah, uh, which is really fun. Well, and I can, <laughs> like what I do in the morning is I put him down and he walks around and I'll just put his put some cereal out there. And he knows that if he goes there, the cereal will be there. And so he goes and walks up there and climbs up and right. starts and eating. You could say like, that's bad because we're not giving him like a place where he eats breakfast that he sits down like a, but I, I love it because it gives him some independence. Mm-hmm. And it's a little piece of independence that does not inconvenience us. Yeah. Um, it's totally worth it. it. So that was worth every dime. Yeah. We bought it off Amazon, didn't we? Yeah. We had to install it, though. Well, I had to put it together, yeah. <sighs> that was I wasn't there. It was fine. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not Ikea. That's true. That's true. I did try to put together <laughs> Ikea with a broken thumb that I didn't know was broken at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's all around really great. I think I'm working really hard to try and get him to say, I love you. Yeah. And uh, he's not saying I love you yet, but a couple of, I guess last week, I said, I love you, Max. Do you love mama? And he uh, nodded his head and then he took his pacifier out and he looked right at me and he said, yeah. And then he laid his head on my shoulder and I was like, you can have anything you want right now. I would give you, you could ask and I would say yes. Yeah. He's doing some of the really sweetest things. He'll like put his head on my shoulder and he'll, you know, just, he'll, he's, he's been big on um hugs right now is he'll just come up to me and he'll just want to hug and kiss uh-huh. it's like a slobbery lick but yeah well that's we're working on that mm-hmm. i think one of the biggest um challenges for us right now besides all the things we said is well it's not a challenge it's just like a mindset thing when i get done with our day mm-hmm. whenever that is i pull into the driveway if he's already here this is what goes through my mind i pull into the driveway and no matter how tired i am and no matter how frustrated i am or no matter how stressed out i am I say, get your game face on. Max is home, mm-hmm. and he can read us now. Much more. I mean, when oh, he yeah. was a baby, he could read us. But I walk into that door, and and everything switches. Yep. And it switches for about three hours. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Till he goes. To bed. And and it, he's so happy to see me. It's like a puppy, and he mm-hmm. comes and hugs me. But it takes a lot of work to do that mm-hmm. and switch and be on for him and happy for him and, and talk to him and read him books. And the other <laughs> the other night I got in the ball pit for two hours. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. so fun. But that switch that has to take place when mm-hmm. you come home is is new for us. Yeah. 
Um, and then he takes a lot more energy than yeah, he did before. Yeah, a lot more energy because before In, you intention, could just kind of set him. Yeah, intentional energy. It's like I have to choose to not be on my phone to read to him to he loves books he loves to bring us books to read and a lot of times he just likes to point at the photos and and like name the characters um at this point but he really enjoys that and you have to be in that yeah and in that moment and not responding to emails and Mm -hmm, working mm -hmm. and doing all the things that are really tempting yeah and then i think when we put him to bed then we have to be intentional too yeah because it's really easy for me to pull my laptop out and write an email for tomorrow or edit a podcast or whatever but we also have to make time for each other yeah so that's been an interesting new challenge for us that we didn't have eight weeks ago because eight weeks ago we had a different kid yeah he is so different than and he a was different two business ago. quite yeah. honestly <laughs> everything's yeah. changed so much and yet nothing has changed mm-hmm. so therein lies uh, the lauren and scott update yeah and what and what you're looking ahead to for this season is kind of how we're navigating this change and max's further growth and our business's further growth and all of these other people who are doing their own businesses, which I think is a really, will be a really cool and interesting. We've already done a couple of the uh, interviews, but it'll be a very cool and interesting uh, perspective difference, not just ours, but theirs too, of how they run it together as a couple. Um, We're also hoping to have that couple on that adopted that child this summer mm-hmm. to talk about their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have some guests on that uh, don't work together at all, actually. Total <laughs> yeah. opposite career paths, but... They've moved so many times in the time that they've been married Mm -hmm. for one person's job. Yeah. And it's such a unique perspective because I want to ask them so much because um, there are friends that live down now in Orlando, Florida, Mm -hmm. but they've been all over the country, really. Yeah. Can we we tease what he does? I suppose, yeah. He's a a, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, for uh, college and pro football. And so he's been on pro teams. He's been on college teams. And And his wife has been on whatever he's been on you know yeah well and that schedule is very demanding and hi trish different and <laughs> yeah she yeah. listens she's a loyal <laughs> listener no but i asked her if she she and and kurt would be on because yeah i think that that's another perspective mm-hmm. that we haven't really talked about because they both have careers and they both love what they do mm-hmm. but they've both it had ta- to make it, sacrifices it and probably more trish in this case to well it, yeah it takes to believe signif- in their dream yeah oh absolutely and that significant um dependence of, of one career on moving around constantly and necessity to right. move around constantly when necessary and all of those things. So we thought maybe we would just expense the whole trip. It's a business trip, right? We just have to yeah, go to Orlando sure. and talk to them, preferably on game day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we've got a lot coming in this season. Mm-hmm. And I think that our listeners will hear a little more business focus, mm-hmm. but a lot of the same conversations about being together, having mm-hmm. a family, and running a business. Yeah. And the fun joys and ups and downs that that creates. Yep. Yep. And whatever else comes up in the interim as we go. So that does it for this episode of Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. We as appreciate always, being back. Thanks. Thanks everyone it. again for listening. And uh, send us we your feedback. Really enjoy this. Send us your feedback. Feedback at readyornotpodcast.com. And we'll see you next week right here on Ready or Not. This podcast was recorded in our closet studio in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee, edited by me, Lauren Reedy, graphic designed by Brody Kuhar, and hosted by the OAM Network. The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast.